KTAR News Eyes on Education special series, Empty Seats in the Classroom, The Problem of Chronic Absenteeism in Arizona Schools. This month, we're bringing you a special series on chronic absenteeism in Arizona schools. It's part of our emphasis here at KTAR to go in-depth on issues surrounding education in our state. In this conversation with Paul Peralt from the Helios Education Foundation, you'll hear him break down a new report that highlights how big the problem of chronic absenteeism has become. I wanted to start out with having you talk about what was the average rate of students who were considered chronically absent prior to the pandemic, and what did the report find it increased to in 2021? The average rate was about uh, statewide was about 12 to 14 percent or about 100,000 students were chronically absent each year, the three years prior to the pandemic. Uh, And then that increased to 22 percent, which increased that number to 163,000 students being chronically absent. Can you talk about which students, what groups and grade levels had the highest rates of chronic absence? When you look at groups, we can look at it a, a couple different ways. So if we looked at it from a race ethnicity standpoint, Um, We saw that Native Americans had the highest level of chronic absent rates, um, and they increased to nearly one in every two Native Americans were chronically absent during the pandemic. The same kind of situation we saw increases for Hispanic Latinos and African Americans. They were anywhere from 12 to 14 percent prior to the pandemic and, and nearly doubled during the pandemic. And so we really, across race and ethnicity, saw the Native Americans, African Americans, Hispanic Latinos, we saw really big, large increases uh, during the the pandemic. Uh, At the same time, we also saw increases for uh, English language learners, uh, special education students, and those students that were uh, low socioeconomic status, um, which we use free and reduced lunch status as a proxy for that. What about grade levels? Um, I I saw that the data was split up uh, to show the differences there as well. This report focused on grades K through eight. We're looking currently at high school grades right now, but we kind of saw almost like a bowl where third grade kind of was the point where we saw it stabilize. Um, But prior to that, kindergarten, first grade had lots of absences. And then each grade after third grade, all the way to eight, it was increasing. Um, And so fourth grade, we saw more absences, fifth grade, sixth, seventh, and eighth. And the concern is there is that if you start getting off track after third grade, you know, you're going to be more disengaged. You might start missing even more school. You might drop out of school. Um, and that's why it's important to think about it from the early standpoint of what's happening in these early grades. When we look at different regions of the state, for example, rural versus metro areas, what did the report find when it comes to that? Yeah, rural areas, we're going to have the, the harder times uh, than metro areas specifically. But we didn't dig as deep in, into the, the kind of region aspect of looking at more as the the grades aspect of it and um, uh, categories of race, ethnicity, free reduced lunch status. Okay, gotcha. Um, what do we know about students who are chronically absent in terms of how it affects them academically? The way it impacts them academically is if you're not in school, it's really hard to you know learn the information uh, for you to be successful. So for example, we think about reading. If you're not in school and practicing reading and those other things, you're likely not to do well or be proficient at the end of third grade. We see across the country that math scores went down on things such as NAEP. Um, If you start falling behind in math, uh, it gets real hard to catch up. And and then suddenly you start seeing yourself getting lower grades. You're, You're not interested in being in school. You're disengaged. Uh, and it really kind of throws you off on a track that's going to take you out of high school or take you out of school anyway. 
um, or give you a lot less options of what you can do for careers or even going to college. And that's the concern with missing more school. Do we know if things are starting to improve now that students have been in the classroom a bit longer? We do know that like an old rubber band that's come back, students are not missing quite as much school but chronic absence is still up. Um, we do know the numbers uh, around kids that are, are missing school um, are, are still up in Arizona and nationwide. So we haven't kind of returned fully to that pre-pandemic absent rate. My last question, uh, why does this matter to our state? Great question. I think if we think about what's the future of Arizona hold and the economic prospects, you know, to draw in, in companies that want to have educated students and educated workforce uh, we need our students really to be in school. And uh, with shifting demographics uh, and other things that are happening in the state, um, if we want to have a enjoy a strong economy in Arizona and have you know, lower tax rates and other kinds of resources that we currently enjoy, uh, we're going to need that educated workforce. That was Paul Peralt with the Helios Education Foundation. For more on the report and our special series on chronic absenteeism, head to the education section at KTAR.com. I'm Griselle the Satino, KTAR News.